0: This is John Mills. And this is Josh Mills checking in oh, from Oh oh my Big goodness. Sky. But you're not in the house, are you?
1: No, well I'm in my <laughs> I'm in my house. Your,
0: you're in your house and I'm in my house.
1: Yeah, I'm checking in from the Big Sky Country.
0: Yeah, okay. Well, this is our celebration cocktail episode. So I have a champagne
1: cocktail and what cocktail do you have josh uh i have a cocktail of my own invention and i call it a fall smash but before we jump into it i just want to say dad you've been doing a great you've been doing a great job while i've been settling in up here and i really appreciate all the the listeners checking in on us and keep it up as we've been going you've even done a couple new podcasts while i've been gone
0: Well, Marie and I have done, I think, two while you were gone. That's right.
1: Yeah. So I've
0: uh, let some out of the archives. The last one I let out was Stein Time. And that was a whole lot of fun. That that was the Oktoberfest one that you and I did. Uh, Episode number 10. Way way back. (laughs) Way back in the day. No, the sound was uh, a... The challenge, and I kind of cleaned it up a little bit. I hope everybody liked it, and I just want to say thank you, listeners, for being with us still, and this is episode 156, and so if you do a timeline on how many episodes it takes for three years, it's 156, but actually, if you look at the time that it takes, three years, uh, we're way past that.
1: Yeah, I had to go in and screw that up by by moving. <laughs> well, not,
0: I don't know about that. It's just we weren't doing them every week. So to get to 56, 156, I was pulling stuff out of the archives and doing some. And so there were a couple of weeks in between. So we started July 13th of 2020. And this one will post, if I can get it done, October 19th of 2023. So that's a little past you know, three years.
1: Yeah, like, three, it's like three right, years and so four months.
0: Go back to the cocktails. I have a champagne cocktail. It's my celebration cocktail. You can see it here, Josh. Listeners, I wish you could see it. Both our cocktails are a beautiful Auburn color because these are Auburn kind of cocktails. So Yeah,
1: we're, it's, so it's fall. We're, cheers. Cheers. We're... Uh, Drinking yeah. in fall and drinking fall colors, or at least it's definitely fall up here for me.
0: Well, it's changed. Our weather's changing. Uh, today, I think the high is going to be like seventy-five. Yesterday yeah. is probably eighty-five. Tomorrow, it's going to be like maybe seventy. And I have still got one hummingbird. I don't understand why he, he doesn't know what to do. I guess. But yeah, so my celebration cocktail is. And I oh I have some snacks. Did you bring any snacks?
1: I did not. We usually don't I no. I've got i I've got soup on the stove. I got a chicken corn chowder soup on the stove, but oh, okay. no current snacks.
0: So what I did for snacks, and the reason I did it is more it's kind of like Italian snacks. So it's potato chips, it's olives, and Joanne's got this special little double double plate for olives where you put the olives in one side and you have the pits in the other. And then I did a margarita pizza. And the margarita pizza, shout out for Trader Joe's, it came, they say, on the box all the way from Italy. Mm. So the first time I didn't do this cocktail, this time I'm going to talk about, but the first time I was really made aware of it, We were in Italy and we were on Mountain uh, looking over the Como and all of Florence. Can remember the mountain's name. So it's It's Piazza San
1: Michelangelo where you were. Say it again, Josh. Piazza San Michelangelo.
0: Okay. Piazza. Yeah. Anyway, um, what happened is we got that cocktail and it was this beautiful auburn color. It was uh, last. October I think last year or maybe it's two years ago I can't remember but the sun was setting and the glistening of the sun into this cocktail and onto the Como of Florence just made it fantastic Mm, sounds perfect so tell us about your
1: cocktail before we uh, get too far into it well so my cocktail is one that I created on for Jordan and mine's first date, actually. Oh, it is. I call it a false smash uh, because it uses pear, apples, uh, Angus syrup bitters and rye whiskey. So it's, and I'll kind of get into the full details when it's my turn of how to make it and all that, but it's a, it's a nice little like warming spice and Pear and apple, and because it's just they're perfectly ripe up here right now, and it was just a super yummy, super yummy kind of cocktail. Well,
0: that's good. So the way this cocktail is made is you take a sugar cube and you put about five dashes of the Angostura bitters. You could make it less, or you could make it more, depending on how bitter you want it. And then you add. And the recipe that Joanne has for this is is in milliliters and all that kind of measurements, so you have to calculate it. But it's like a third of an ounce of cognac, nope. and then fill the glass up. If you're using a flute, with champagne, cognac. Yeah. Oh,
1: well, I I uh, I made mine wrong. I'm gonna have to run and go go grab go grab How'd some you cognac.
0: How'd you make it?
1: Well, I just did the. So I don't I don't have any sugar cubes in my house, and um, I don't have raw sugar, so I just use some brown sugar at the bottom, like a bar spoons worth of brown sugar, and then five dashes of Angostura bitters, and then fill it up with my sparkling wine. So I'm gonna have to run and go get some cognac. So well, that's all right. right. Okay. <laughs> so go ahead and talk a little bit more about the cocktail, or when you guys had it in Italy, and I'll. I'll well, this one is one of Joanne's
0: uh, go tos when we had it in Italy. That that was that beautiful night with the sunset and seeing the, seeing the view of Florence and the, and the Como. And we did have snacks that night, and it was exactly what I described, you know, the chips. You know, that's one of the great things of Italy and other places. When you get a cocktail, here come the snacks. Now, Marie and I did a Spanish episode and she said that really doesn't happen that much over there because they're wanting to sell you the their t- tapest or tapas however you pronounce it but this is one of joanne's go-tos uh you know french 75 champagne cocktail and of course champagne is french and cognac is french so to have it in italy is kind of a oxymoron i guess <laughs>
1: Yeah, yes. I mean they do. They make some stuff. I mean, working. I guess you I mean, can use like well,
0: echo, and you could say, "Okay, I'm gonna use brandy," because they got so, I think you have brandy in Italy. Yeah.
1: So I grabbed my, I grab my cognac. Uh, it's Merle cognac, at the VS level. So tell me, how much do I need to add?
0: About a third ounce. A third of an ounce. Yeah, twenty-five milliliters or ten so milliliters.
1: Way, yeah. Uh, let's see
0: what it says in milliliters. 10. 10. In milliliters. Okay. And as far as the champagne, it's, it's like 75 milliliters. So that's, you know, 10 to 75 plus, you know, a little bit of sugar cube. And
1: 75 is only two and a half ounces. Pardon me? 75 is only two and a half ounces.
0: Well, yeah. But what I do is fill it up.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I mean,
0: know. you, you got to do what better you better. I do. Now that probably rounds it out. That makes it a little better, doesn't
1: it? Yeah, it does. It kind of adds this like nice woody aspect to it, and honestly, like sweetens it up a little bit.
0: Yeah, because I'm using a ones. very,
1: I'm using a very well, dry, you know, yeah, C- Cremant, Cremant de Lemoux. so a sparkling okay. wine from the Lamou region in France, which were actually the first the first region in France to make sparkling mostly new, Yeah. But, you know, you mentioned Oktoberfest and it's been really interesting up here kind of getting, trying to find Oktoberfest or fest beers because, you know, in Arkansas they start coming out what, at the end of August? Yeah. Because they're they're trying to produce enough for, for distribution but because of some of the brewery laws up here a lot of the breweries don't distribute outside of the brewery or maybe do some keg sales in the city that they live in or that they're from. So they don't. Like I didn't I didn't see my first Oktoberfest or fest beer until mid September, which was kind of weird. And I was I was sad I'm not sure like drinking them.
0: (laughs) I'm not sure when Hunter came out
1: or any of the other Oktoberfests. I'm fairly certain. Well, so Hunt, I had member. We had when I came back for Joe's service. Yeah, you and I had Steins and Hunter.
0: That's right. So that, and that was August. Okay, so it came out probably shortly before that.
1: Yeah, and the, I re, I just remember it's it's just so odd to me how early it comes out. But I was talking to a brewer friend of mine about it, and it has to do with distribution. But up here, you know, the the laws are different when it comes to brewery distribution and size and licensing. So it made a little bit more sense when I thought about it. I was just sad that I had to wait till September.
0: Yeah. Now, when was the first time you had this cocktail? This champagne
1: cocktail? So the first time the first time I had it, it was a variation on this cocktail. And it was called the Bluff City Matrimony. We'll and it was, I would love some, but it's going to be a little cold by the time it gets here. <laughs> um, it was a variation on the cocktail called the Bluff City Matrimony that they were doing at um, Capitol Hotel. I think this was back in the days when David Burnett was in the David Burnett was behind the bar, and when Matt Bell was in the kitchen there um but anyway so this cocktail so what they did was rather than putting angostura bitters on it they used black walnut bitters because, oh you know there's tons of black walnuts up in northeast in north central arkansas so it had black it had black walnut bitters and it had a sparkling wine on top of it i think it had a cremante all sauce on it but it was really good and i loved like how vibrant and fresh it was i liked how the sugar cube at the bottom kind of kept the bubbles going as you drink it and how the cocktail evolves as you, as you drink it. And then the next time I had it after that, I think I had, oh no, in that one. So instead of Cognac, they used St. Germain or elderflower liqueur. So it was really floral with that kind of nice nuttiness. It was really nice.
0: Yeah. So that, I can't say the first, time. you know, the first time I had it had to have been apple after, you know, this October event that I just described.
1: Yeah. So let's, was, let's wait. You didn't. Ha- you didn't have it that night. You just. What did you have? No Of course you did. <laughs> of course. Of course. <laughs> of course you did. Yeah. So
0: it's not really well, a go-to for me. Champagne cocktails, you know. Prince 75, those kinds of things are not really my go-tos. Why
1: Why is that, Dad? What is it about them that's kind of not your, not that it's not your thing, but that's just not your go-to?
0: Partly because you described it as sweet. You know, I'm not too much of the sweet guy, so I'm more, you know, the smoky scotches, the, the, the uh, and I'm looking real forward to your cocktail because it's got rye in it looking for that spice of rye. Uh, so that's more my go-to instead, you know?
1: Well, and I love this cocktail. W- one, because I, I really do enjoy the way it tastes, like the Angostura bitters, the, the evolution of the cocktail as you're drinking it. But the other thing is that it's just, it's a great base cocktail, and then you can start messing around with it. Like, you know, I was thinking as you were saying that, I was like, oh, I wonder what this would be like with, rye instead of cognac or I wonder what bitters you could, I wonder what bitters you could put in if you wanted to use like famous grouse instead of cognac. So,
0: so one of the things that, and I didn't do it today, you're supposed to have an, you're supposed to have an orange peel. Neither one of (laughs) us did that. So how about orange bitters instead of anguster bitters or, part half and half or something because what happened to me is the Anguster bitters and the rye made this really spicy and so for me to say it's not my go-to wait you used rye
1: or you're you're saying that you think it would i
0: okay, think I it you. would
1: mm-hmm. so
0: so if you'd use rye and Angostura bitters it would have spiced it way up yeah so I you know you're such a connoisseur of changing that I'm not I'm not sure you know how we could do that
1: well and I mean it all comes down to experiment experimenting and I mean you think about you start to understand like what goes like what basic flavors go together like you know in Mexico traditionally Um, mezcal is eaten with like an orange covered in like cinnamon and orange covered in cinnamon or an orange covered in like, uh, which is like a spice mixture. Right. So you start thinking about that. So it's like, okay, well maybe some sugar cube with maybe a little bit of spice in it. Add some orange bitters with mezcal and the, and then the, the bubbles on top. It's really like, you just kind of play around with it. And I'll tell you this, I've made crappy cocktails before just trying something. And it's like, okay, okay, it didn't, it didn't work. So that's the whole iterative process of of making something like that. You have to kind of try and see what happens.
0: So this is something we've told our listeners in a lot of episodes. Try it. If you don't like it, don't go back to it. So if you're experimenting, try it. If you don't like it, taste it. The best you can, and determine the best you can what it might need, does it need sugar? does it need
1: more spice? What does it need and like you could go and you can start thinking about okay what other what other elements are in other cocktails, like what's in this one? So you know you have the sweetener, which is obviously the sugar you have bitters, which are your bittering agent, you have an alcohol which boosts. Boost the alcohol level and adds an element of flavor, and then you have this drying effect from the sparkling wine or champagne, which is one of the reasons I would highly suggest not to use Prosecco. Because I actually thought about buying. Oh, look at you switching cocktails already! <laughs> <laughs> Drank that first one real fast. Uh, so, like the sparkling wine piece is a drying agent; it's something to kind of dry it out a little bit. So. If you think about that, and you think about other cocktails like a martini or a negroni, it's like: could you do a twist? Could you do a champagne cocktail twist with a negroni, or a bocue, or uh, or those kind of things? And you should start thinking through that, and like like you said, well, just I love I
0: love a, I love a French negroni. A French negroni uses cognac instead of gin. I love it. And why not? And why not a rye Negroni? Oh,
1: what about shout out to Leslie,
0: Leslie, our non-alcoholic who was on the show. One
1: non-alcoholic, our our friend who does not drink as much alcohol as we do.
0: Well, she's definitely not a non-alcoholic too. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, she gave us a book of Negronis, and the book was like. I don't know how many Negronis in there 20, 25, 30. I mean, we could have 20, 25, 30 episodes of just Negroni
1: based on that book. I'll uh, I'll hook you and Dave up to do that one. <laughs> yeah, that's what I thought. Okay, I have switched over. Well, let's go ahead and switch over. Well, I'm going to, as I'm doing this, I'm going to add some ice to mine because I didn't pre ice it. My cocktail is calling it a false smash. And basically, you take a quarter of an apple, a quarter of a pear, and you put it in your cocktail mixer and you put a bar spoon of brown sugar, five, six dashes of Angostura bitters in there, and you muddle that up. Once it's muddled good, add two and a half ounces of a good rye whiskey. I used Rittenhouse Bottled and Bond. Stirred that up. I know it's usually shaken, but I decided to stir it. And then double strain over new ice and it's it's super delicious. Cheers. Well
0: well cheers, yeah. I stirred it as well because you know if if you're shaking all that apple pear mush muzzle, I'm not sure how that would really work in your shaker. And it would probably get all over the sides. And when you're ready to try to strain it, you're not really getting all the advantage of it.
1: Yeah, so, I mean, yes,
0: that's why I stirred it as well. I mean, we broke the rule, right, Josh? The rule we broke is the
1: guideline. Yeah.
0: Yeah. If It's a hundred percent alcohol. You stir it. If it's not, you shake it. Well, this is a definite exception, but I I learned something. Today is if you cut the pear and the apple up into really small pieces, it's going to muddle better than if you have it like, you know, I've done this before, these smashes. And it's like, you know, I take a quarter of an apple and cut it into like eight pieces or something. If you take a quarter of an apple and you cut it into 32 pieces. You're gonna get a whole lot of a lot better juice extraction. So, yes. So you said this is the first cocktail for you and Jordan. Is that right? Did I hear that? No, right?
1: it's not it's not the first cocktail we ever shared. I created it for the meal that I made on our first date.
0: Hmm. Well, I'm gonna have I, to ask. What was the meal?
1: So I did a um, a spinach and fruit salad with a sparkling wine vinaigrette uh, that I made from scratch. And then I whole roasted a duck with um, smashed potatoes um, along with a smash greer potatoes. We had the cocktail, well, obviously we had the cocktail at first and then all that was the meal. And then... I opened a bottle of 2010 Goldeneye Pinot Noir that I got when Marine and right. I. Heard. Well, I mean, this was this was a while really? ago, so yeah, it, was, it wasn't as old as you think. Uh, but it was a bottle. It was a bottle well, I got when Marine and I were driving from. It's San probably Francisco, about Seattle. eight years.
0: Probably about eight years ago, right?
1: Yeah, but I mean, so it, it wasn't it wasn't as old as you think. But it was a bottle I had. Marine and I. When Marie and I stopped at GoldenEye along the way, driving her wine from San Francisco to Seattle, I picked it up there. And then I had a dessert, but Jordan's not a huge dessert person, so we just, I think we just had some whiskey as dessert.
0: Well, let's talk about Josh, or Josh, let's talk about yes, the three years. Okay. So... I did a little research, and the the highest downloaded podcast was Irish beers. Hmm. And I think part of that has to do with one of the things is the highest country of downloading is Ireland. Interesting. Because we have a friend in Ireland, and I think she is just... You know, she's doing Elaine. You remember Elaine. Uh Uh-huh. She's downloaded a lot. um, The numbers that I picked up, and they're not exactly the latest, is 173 downloads. And then uh, Irish beers is 204. And I think that was a very good episode. And then what would you say was one of your favorite podcasts?
1: Man, this is a hard question because well, there's, I know so it many, is. there's so I got, many. I have a cheat sheet. <laughs> you have a cheat sheet for your favorites? Well, yeah. So it's really hard because there's so many things about so many episodes that are great. I really loved the time that Dave and I did a podcast and it was supposed to be St. Patrick's Day Beers, but what it turned into was a commentary and a discussion on pairing which was so cool to me because you know we don't really i mean we kind of plan our episodes but like we have a basic outline of what we're going to cover but we did we never script our episode but that one was so interesting to me because he wanted to dive into it and we dove in hard i remember that having and having a discussion with like for lack of a better term, a professional and a non-professional of like, how do you do this? What do you, what is your thought process? How can you help me connect this in the discussions that we had and how we were able to connect those things to help him understand the thought process of it was so much fun. Like I really, really loved that episode. We didn't really talk about the beers that much at all.
0: Uh, you started, but then you jumped in and, and I, I was not on that podcast, but of course I listened to it. I don't remember where I was. It doesn't matter where I was. You can listen to our podcast, listeners and non-listeners. Listeners, Listeners, tell your friends. Non-listeners, you can you can listen to our podcast anywhere in the world. Yeah. Even I want somebody to show up in Antarctica, but that'd be tough. Yeah, that's gonna be. But anyway, one of the things that I enjoyed about that was. Kind of the nerdiness of it. Yeah. They went right because, you know, Dave was asking those questions that I think a lot of listeners were thinking about. And they didn't write us the email. They didn't do us the acquired tastings at gmail.com and ask. But if you had an opportunity to listen to Dave, you got your answers. And yeah,
1: and it was and it when was, we
0: we do these, I mean, you've got more experience, and I I go out there and I kind of Google the cocktail or I Google the food, and I Google well what goes best with this cocktail. You've got more experience of it, so you're able to just say, hmm, I think this will go well.
1: Yeah,
0: most of the times it does, and we've had some big mistakes.
1: Yeah. It was, it was really interesting for me because it was, you know, as, as a former teacher, it was trying to figure out how to take this very abstract concept and put it into a way into his world and yeah. what he knew and how he could understand it. And that was really fun. But speaking of Dave, I think another one of my favorite episodes. Oh, the that, high-low? Gotta that, be the it, high-low. It was, it was high-low. It? High-low was like... Not only, I think it was, did it was turn that out a, to be a really was good that, episode? Was, was that in the fall? Yeah. Well, no, it was late summer because it was around. Okay, we so
0: that was a summer smash. What? Somebody, you guys got kind of smashed.
1: Oh, no, we got smashed. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I was, I was wondering where you were going considering we have a smash cocktail, but yes. But no, that one was really fun because it was another time where we could be a little bit nerdy and say, okay, why is this here? And why is this here? And getting to taste those differences was really, really fun. And I love those guys, the conversation and having George there too was great. I mean, the conversations was was just so much fun.
0: Well, I've been on podcasts with
1: a couple of them and yeah, they are fun. I mean, it's just a great little conversation piece and you know, same with the the second Oktoberfest episode I did when you were gone, and I had I had Will Brian and Dennis on. We had great conversations. Yeah, um one that I think that you were involved with, and I think I'll, I think the theme for me is the really geeky one The what? The, the really geeky ones, because carbon the carbonic maceration episode.
0: Oh yeah, Susie,
1: <laughs> that was a great great episode. Okay, I've been talking a lot.
0: And their latest ad, Petite and Keep, and we love Susie because she's really, she's a lot like us in that nerdy aspect of knowing her wine. She's not like Uh, me. She doesn't know the beer, but she was on that carbonic maceration episode. But she, she is the, what is, what is her title? Uh, she, wine, I mean, she's a
1: wine and beverage manager. Beverage manager, yeah. That uh, sounds right.
0: Wine and beverage manager. And so I saw I saw an a uh, advertisement the other night, and here she is savoring a bottle of
1: second four
0: sparkling. And it was amazing. Now this goes back to another time. When I can, had gone somewhere and I come back to my patio, oh, and no. and yeah, and oh no, there is glass fragments and big chunks all over my patio. So
1: yeah,
0: I think somebody tried to saber something, and they sabered everything.
1: Yeah, I had had a say I had a, a sabering fail. Uh, it was well, going to happen. Oh yeah. Well, no, it shouldn't happen. Okay. I screwed up when I, I screwed up when I was savoring that. I did not pay attention to like I should have, so I screwed up. But yes, I did. I did. But I did keep. I did. I was able to keep about a third of that bottle of champagne that I blew up. <laughs> okay. So you know, a couple another other- another,
0: you know, some other favorites.
1: Second pour. is
0: pardon me. Se- oh, you're doing second pour already. You're making fun of me for my jumping over to yours. Okay, second pour. <laughs> I have Bomar. What do you have?
1: I've got a 99 from 2021 that you sent me.
0: Oh, that's the last one you got.
1: That's the no, that's the last one that you sent me.
0: Oh, you have some. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay, well, uh, this coming, we're recording on uh, Thursday the twelfth, and on Saturday the twenty-first is the ninety-nine party. So I'll uh, anyway, buy some more ninety-nine. Anyway, ninety-nine still as good as ever.
1: You know, this twenty twenty-one is doing is doing very well. Doing yeah. very well. Uh, are you Are you going? Yes. It's gonna it's in a couple weeks.
0: Yes, I have my ticket.
1: Oh, did you get a VIP ticket? No. Oh okay. No,
0: I, I decided I didn't need to go an extra hour early. <laughs>
1: <laughs> the thing about going an extra hour early is hour early is you can still drink as much, you just gotta leave an hour early. If you want that's to That's the way yeah, that's the way I looked at it too. And
0: <laughs> and I forget the price, but you know, it has been good, so
1: well, I hope you have fun at the, at the nighty night festival. And those of you who are in Arkansas, if you haven't got your ticket, I'm telling you, if you're a you dark better beer fan, get, right. get your ticket. Cause they have so many great dark beers out there. It's a, uh, I'm, I'm very it's one of the things that I'm sad. I can't go back for is that festival. Cause it was, it's very special.
0: Well, yes, it is.
1: Yes. Yes, you will.
0: <laughs> Another one of the, uh, top episodes was popping champagne bottles for first year. And these weren't, and these weren't sabered.
1: No, we haven't sabered on the show.
0: Well, I think we need to
1: maybe coming up up, soon.
0: It's up to you. I don't remember the champagne that we did. I probably did a Rose Imperial.
1: Yeah, and I did uh, H group. I think I did H group TA, uh special club, two thousand twelve. Okay. Yeah, which was really really fun. Well, I mean it, it's it's you know it's fun to think about while wow, you know we've done what a hundred and well
0: this is one fifty six so we've done we, one hundred
1: fifty five. We've done one hundred fifty six episodes, and i think that you know we have improved and we have we've changed what we've done but at the same time we're still doing what we've what we've always done Mm -hmm. like format has been interesting because the format has not changed like the you and i both taste taste things and then we pair stuff with it, like that's that's the baseline of what we do right. It's also really interesting to me that how we've developed over time the focus of the pairings the there are certain episodes in which we we only pair you know share pairings but have different alcohol or will the thing that we've been a little bit more subjective or more um thoughtful about our themes correct which i think is what well, i think is i think it's really cool that we've been able to keep that throughout what we've done correct because a lot of podcasts will shift and i mean you and i had had what probably a year and a half if not two years of discussion before we even started the podcast before we even started that. Correct. Like, what's this going to look like? How do we, how do we actually do this for people? Is it something that people actually want?
0: Yeah, people are still on it. Uh, You know, the numbers have kind of done some good upturns and, you know, in September there were 794 downloads. That's not as big as the all time month of November of, 2021 covid year right. of of 1623 but still that's a big number and especially since uh you know some of some of what i've been posting are from the archives yeah now you mentioned earlier about you know we're talking about the porter being the father of dark beers and how we had so many downloads there, and how we had the Irish connection. Ireland's number one right now, 173 yep. downloads, and Spain's number two. Spain jumped up there, it's 171. Oh, yeah. And our old friend, and I can't remember his name, you probably might, from Lithuania, he's consti- oh, yeah. continuing to hang out with us. He's got 151 downloads, I assume. He's the only one in Lithuania. I don't know,
1: <laughs>
0: but yeah, that's uh, and you know that was uh, you know one of our first, you know, first uh, out of the United States, I guess.
1: Yeah, yeah, he was. He's he's been a he's been a faithful listener since probably episode five, I think.
0: Yeah, something like that.
1: Which is which is really cool. Which is really cool to think about. But so, so I am looking at the at the downloads and. You know, uh, our first, our most listened to liquor episode... I know what it is. is Clockwork Orange. Orange. <laughs> <laughs> right, it's orange liqueurs. And that's the one where I did Salerno. I
0: did, and I think I did uh, Grand Marnier. You did. That's It's yeah. interesting
1: that that's our first liquor episode, and... The one that's right after that was so really is those are cordials, tequila, it, right? it, yeah. I mean it's a cordial, but it's liquor. But if the one the one that has one less download than that is tequila, tequilas, na, 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 <laughs> which, which was an early early episode for us, which was our episode that debuted on like the week the week after Thanksgiving that year, right. which oh. is super interesting to think about and cocktails from Italy has more downloads, you know, that's, that's our most downloaded cocktail episode is the cocktails from Italy. So that, that's the one after you, after you and mom went to Italy. Yeah. Which was, which is, which is, it's really interesting to think about, you know, over the three years that, you know, we've had this many episodes and, you know, you, you said Spain is creeping up on our listeners, right?
0: One seventy-one downloads.
1: Yeah, but our our least our least downloaded episode is Spanish wine.
0: Just well, saying. yeah. Just saying, well, it's, it it's new. It's the
1: newest. <laughs> yeah. It's one of the. New, it is. It's an episode. Yeah, you're right. It's episode one fifty-four. So it, but it it's our it's our least downloaded episode. I think that's only because it's newest. But anyway. Well, Not I'll right. tell you this, liquor, liquors after Thanksgiving dinner only has 41. Yeah. Well. Been, this has been good, Josh. It's been a lot of fun, Dad. Yeah. We'll have to, fig- we'll have to figure out how to do more of these and maybe find, find what we're going to do as themes, whether it's themed food and pairings or we can find some of the same stuff.
0: Yeah. Well, this seems to be working. people are doing it I've eaten about all my snacks and I've eaten I've uh drunk all my (laughs) drinks (laughs) (laughs) I I don't need a third pour I'll tell you that much
1: no 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 third pours this time you know I'm thinking about all these episodes now another another great I think another great time on episodes is when Seth shows up yeah when Seth is on the episodes it's so much fun because him and i approach wine similar similarly but also very differently which was lots of fun the blind chardonnay episode that he did for me that him and i did was also another really really fun one but i like a lot of our episodes too. i like a lot of our episodes too and i just i also love the progression like looking back over three years ago now, three and a quarter years ago, looking back to how we started, where we had 14 pairings each and (laughs) trying to work. But But we had a bunch of pairings each and having all that kind of, and then working our way through that. And then, you know, the thing, I also really love the Thanksgiving episodes. I mean, I love Thanksgiving.
0: Well, that's, You know, that is one of the um, top favorites. It's called Thanksgiving Cocktails with the Family, with Fam.
1: Well, that was a fun episode.
0: That was a very fun episode because here we go. We have Thanksgiving, and I think my family came in, and we did the Thanksgiving, and we had the fried turkey. We did all the, you know, I did the big dressing, and everybody brought their sides, and everybody, you know, After, I think we had the meal probably at two o'clock, and probably about five, we're doing the cocktail episode with no dad. It was later than
1: that. Okay, because it was it was dark outside.
0: Well, it was, but it's November, so I I, okay. I'm not going to argue with what time it was, but it was like you and Marie, Joanne and I and we're sitting out at our outside table and it was cool enough that we had to have our little space heater going and let's see I had what I have oh I have the the scorpion yeah and I can't remember what you guys have but it's immaterial. The point is we had drinks we're having such a great time we're telling our stories And every once in a while, that heater would go bong. It would heat up, and because of the heat, the metal would flex and go bong. And then up the street, we had like a motorcycle, and we had a Yeah, we were
1: were recording it outside. That was our first episode we recorded out. I think our first and only episode we ever recorded
0: outside. the rec- I need to go back to that one because I think the I think the quality of that episode is really good.
1: That's, I mean it's decent for being outside and not having control of ambient noise. It was really good. Yeah. You know, but what I what I what I was actually talking about and I think this is something you and I should look at moving forward because I really loved this about the Thanksgiving our actual thanksgiving pairing episode was where you and i both took everybody got to see how our brains work i think on the on this episode like really really true because we both had the same food and then we paired i think we did a wine cocktail one i think we've done a couple wines and maybe a cocktail one where we paired with thanksgiving food which i super I super loved that because there are times that you'd bring wines that wines that I'm like, I would never in a million years think that that would work with Thanksgiving and it worked. Yeah. And I really, I really like that concept of, and, and you'd bring three or four. See, well, yeah, because <laughs> it's Thanksgiving and it's really hard, but I, I thought, I thought there was a really cool concept of where, and I think the listeners could see and learn kind of, really how we think about something when it comes to a singular food item or a singular concept because i mean you know this is hopefully going to come out on the 19th and if not it comes out way but it we're we're creeping up on thanksgiving which i think would be so much fun to do again even though we're apart and you know have the distance to so do another well, thanksgiving pairing would be lots of fun
0: so marie is coming up to your house on Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. I'll be here. Yep. We might need to work something out.
1: Well, I mean, you know what, Dad? What do we think? What about this? What if we get Marie in on this next one, and we do three-way Thanksgiving pairing when it comes to because Marie also has a very being more of a pescatarian style person, right? And having her own palette it'd be really interesting for the three of us to say, okay, here are. Four dishes, four Thanksgiving dishes, and let's let's pair them, let's pair them together, and see what. Well, that sounds good to me. See what we each come up with. Maybe we'll have to do that in the next three so or three. Are weeks. you
0: are you coming down to help me fry the turkey?
1: No, I'm not. I have to work. I have to work on fry. You're gonna have. To- Call up david Christopher he's been around he's been around enough that he he knows how to well
0: going. i think I think I'm thinking right now or your
1: brother brother David that
0: my brother David is gonna be on the front line
1: that'd be great he's been he's been there while we've done it three or four three or four or five times, and brother David takes direction takes direction pretty well, yeah, and maybe. You know, one year he brought some catfish to
0: throw into that hot grease. He sure did. So, yeah, so that would be fantastic.
1: All so, right. Well, I think we're I think we're coming to the end. I know I'm getting to the end of my drink, and you're getting well, toward the end of yours.
0: I just uh, one of the things I want to do is tell our listeners. I I want to thank them and. The one I want to really, really, really thank is the man from Lithuania. Yeah. I mean, we need to, you need to reach out to him, Josh. You have his email. You need to reach out to him and thank him because he's downloaded, you know, based on my latest count, he's downloaded like 151. And that's up there.
1: He's been around from
0: day one. As far as our listeners, we got some local listeners, and that's really cool, really, really cool. But for having somebody as far away as Lithuania, yeah, it's fantastic now, yeah. you listeners that are out there and you're not really downloading it because we know you can.
1: We'd stream an episode without download. Stream
0: an episode without download. So well, all right. Well, you wanna thank our listeners and take us oh, out? Yeah, don't?
1: well well, we thank everybody for listening again and once again you can find us on all your favorite podcast platforms. We're out there on the socials, Facebook, Instagram. Very, very small anymore on TikTok, but we're most active out there on Instagram. And we are just so happy that you guys have been along with us. We really appreciate all of you out there and just keep listening. We're going to start creating more content and we're super excited for everything that's going to happen. So, for all of us here at Acquired Tasting, once again, I'm Josh Mills and I'm John Mills. And we'll see you next time. Thank you and goodbye.